0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
1: I'm Brian Kilmeade. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm David Asman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. I'm John Saussier. This war in Ukraine is as active as ever as world leaders are under the microscope on a global stage in New York City this week. Russia's Vladimir Putin with some alarming military moves and the rhetoric to go along with it precisely as the United Nations General Assembly meets, essentially to mostly talk about what Putin is doing.
0: It's very clear that basically Putin has made his life's mission to humiliate and demolish America's role in the world. So it's fundamental that Russia becomes uh, much less a factor, if not completely irrelevant factor in global politics after this
1: war. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. they in the 77th session of the United Nations General Assembly in New York City this week. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, in taped remarks on Wednesday demanding that Russia face the consequences for what he describes as a crime against his nation and its allies. The crime was
0: committed against the values that make you and me a community of the United Nations. And Ukraine demands punishment for trying to steal our territory.
1: It doesn't quite look like Russia's done with this war quite yet, though.
0: It means making Russia less of a factor, and not just in terms of Ukraine, but in general. Russia has been destabilizing the world for as long as Putin's regime was in
1: place, and even before that. Our guest today is Svyatolav Yurash, who is a representative of the Servant of the People Party. That's in the Ukrainian parliament. He also happens to be the youngest Ukrainian parliament member in history, and he's a soldier in the Ukrainian military
0: It's very clear that the situation in Venezuela wouldn't be that way if Putin didn't have a hand on that. It's clear that the disaster of Syria and the humiliation of Syria when there was a red line set up by America and never never followed up, wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Putin. Uh, It's very clear that basically Putin has made his life's mission to humiliate and demolish America's role in the world. So it's fundamental that Russia becomes... Uh, much less a factor if not completely irrelevant factor in global politics after this war
1: and right now russia is a factor of course they have the war going on and vladimir putin is again threatening with nuclear weapons he threatened specifically territories that russia had taken from ukraine when you hear those threat of nuclear weapons and when he point when he specifies where exactly he's talking about how does that make you feel he makes them on the regular occasion,
0: uh, and uh, it's no news for us that that, that for us is a uh, threat that we can anticipate. For us, what matters a great deal is that Putin has made a decision to escalate this much further. He has declared mobilization in Russia. Uh, that is uh, for us basically. A, reality that we'll have uh, anywhere from 300,000 to a million Russians uh, more uh, fighting against us on a thousand miles long front line, active front line, but uh, th- more than 3,000 miles possible front line. Uh, that also is the matter of the fact that Putin has uh, has shot uh, repeatedly at our infrastructure, civilian infrastructure, trying to d- disable our c- capacity to go, f- go through winter that we are facing, and winter are harsh here. So the factor for us is Putin has made his life's mission destruction of our nation. Uh, our job is to defend our nation to, and to prove him wrong that our nation do, will not be dictated by Mr. Putin.
1: With that call up of those Russian troops and this huge force that you're going to have to face on the ground, do you think the Ukrainian military can achieve that mission and can hold the line against Russia?
0: Having just returned from the front line in the east of Ukraine. And, having fought against those Russian troops, I can tell you that we are we are very much uh willing and able to do that uh, first uh, that 's because we are fighting for our country. we have nowhere to go, we have nowhere to run uh, this is our battle this is our time for our generation to face off the invader that uh, we uh, have uh, uh, we, we have witnessed. And basically, the fact of the matter is that with the Western support and the global coalition America is leading in terms of trying to aid us against the Russian uh, threat, uh, that is a mission that is not just possible, but very real, especially after the latest offensive.
1: Well, you just mentioned being on the front lines facing the Russian soldiers. And from your perspective, how are those Russian soldiers performing on the battlefield? Are they sticking around and really trying to fight this war, or are they just kind of one foot in, one foot out?
0: Well, it depends. But in general, we see the lack of uh, morale on the Russian side because Russians don't know why they are fighting. Many of those fighting are basically people that are brought from um, more depressed areas of Russia. And basically, uh, this is not their fight that uh, they are fighting. But again, it's the issue of living in autocracy such as Russia, is and, and basically having to follow the commands of its authoritarian leader, who is basically pushing them all into this meat grinder, uh, which uh, we are proving to Russia it shall be if Russia continues to persist in attempts to destroy our nation.
1: He's not only the youngest member ever in Ukrainian parliament, he's also a soldier fighting for his country's freedom. We're on again today with Sviatoslav Yarosh, who, along with the rest of his countrymen, have a lot on their plate right now in fighting off the Russians. This conversation continues next. What do you think is going on with citizens in Russia with this call up of troops? We saw many protests and many arrests all around different cities in Russia yesterday. It seems like the tide may be turning. What do you think is going on with Russian citizens as they view this war?
0: Well, I uh, want to be hopeful about those protests and about the reality that uh, Russia is uh, changing from within, and every single Russian citizen who comes out in the street is keep- keeping several uh, uh, Russian. Uh, Soldiers and law enforcement from going to Ukraine and killing us. So I'm thankful to, for to them, but uh, those protests that have been erupting ever since the beginning of the war uh, have not produced results uh, because basically Mr. Putin has made everything uh, possible to try and destroy and neuter civil society and generally any opposing force in Russia itself. So he's just using those old instruments to try and shut everybody up up and uh, force them to basically adhere to whatever he has in mind.
1: And actually, one of the effects of this, of the... Putin calling up Russian soldiers that there's actually been a mass exodus of young Russian fighting age males. We've seen one-way flights out of Moscow get up to $9,000 or more. And there's talk that this war could get to a point that Russia shuts its borders and starts forcing uh, these people to start fighting. Are you surprised about any of this? And do you think it will come to that?
0: Well, that's your answer about uh, whether you are seeing the Russian regime Teetering and uh, facing some sort of a um, some sort of a problem, or actually. Uh, other things happening so russians are not protesting to try and get that government that is forcing them to be killed out of power they are fleeing russia so the fact of the matter is that uh, this mobilization will happen would also have remained and russia will do everything possible to get uh, everybody involved in this effort that Putin has spearheaded to try and destroy our country and uh, again uh, we have no choice but to defend against whatever he sends our way whatever he uses against
1: us you're defending, but also you've been on offense recently. This Ukrainian counteroffensive has been surprisingly successful against Russia in taking back Kharkiv and some of these other areas. How did the Ukrainian military pull off this counteroffensive? And can we expect more of this in other regions of the country?
0: Most certainly. I was just last week. I was in the south of Ukraine and uh, meeting with their various different units, delivering aid and help to them and talking with them. Off, after my rotation to the east of Ukraine, I have resumed various missions that I've had since the beginning of the war and uh, the spirit there is very clear and the offensive reality there is delivering results every single day Uh, and the fact on Kharkiv that, that story is basically about Russians being overconfident and overstretched. Uh, They clearly have been, since the beginning of the war, thinking they can uh, try and take over the biggest country in Europe that Ukraine is, with that token force of about 150,000 troops. And uh, when you stretch out the line that far, you are facing supply issues. Those supply issues were exploited by our forces around Kharkiv after we took several supply depots that they held in Kharkiv region, forcing Russians to withdraw wholesale from the region, essentially regrouping, uh, trying to regroup uh, further down the line. But we are pushing onwards and onwards and onwards and seeing as Russians withdraw. So again, victory is, uh, is clearly on the horizon for us.
1: Okay, and you just mentioned that you were recently on the front lines. Do you have any plans to go back and join this fight anytime soon?
0: Yes, I am part of military units, and basically, uh, we are now after military rotation through the summer. Uh, In the east, in Donbass trenches, uh, we are being uh, basically regrouped for about a month, and after that we'll be sent somewhere else. We are not quite sure where, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a private, and uh, basically whatever the mission is, I shall be joining my guys.
1: A private and also a member of parliament, Sviatoslav Yarosh, the youngest representative of parliament, also a key figure in President Zelensky's successful presidential campaign in 2019. Sir, thank you so much for your time. Good luck in your mission. Stay safe. We are most certainly thinking about you. And thanks for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast.
0: That is all mine. Thank you very much.